Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. Hello, lovers. I am so blessed and honored to be in a position to share, you know, tools and tips and tricks that have the potential to heal and to bring you to a place of full sexual embodiment. And one of the tools that I absolutely love and have been using for the better part of a decade are crystal yoni products, including pleasure wands and yoni eggs. And I I was so excited to recently come across a brand called Wands, W-A-A-N-D-S. I met the founder here in Austin and I absolutely loved who she was. I love getting to know the people behind the products that I like to use. And I just loved her mission to really support women and men to explore, celebrate, and honor their sexuality. I felt this transmission of slow, sensual seduction in all of who she was and all that she brought to the world. So I went ahead and gave it a try. I purchased a blue quartz Amarito wand and the Amarito wand is great because it has this like cool bulby end on it, which is designed for G-spot and cervical stimulation, but can also be used for prostate stimulation. So it's great for men and women and can even be used between partners. So I'm so honored to have built this relationship with her and to be able to offer you guys an amazing discount code. So if you use the code LEOLA, L-E-O-L-A, that will give you 15% off all products. And the website is wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S.com. And we'll go ahead and link that in the show notes as well for you. So thank you so much for listening. And also you're welcome for the inevitable pleasure and healing and ecstasy that is coming your way with these products. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to Talk Tantra to Me. It is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. Today, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of wisdom on listening to your intuition and listening to your intuition versus following your instinct. I think it can be really easy for us to kind of confuse those. And in some ways, they are have similarities and our instinct and our intuition can overlap, but at the end of the day, they're very different parts of our feminine wisdom. And it's important to recognize if we are acting from our instinct or if we are acting from our intuition in order to live, you know, our most expansive life. Um, so to get clear first, let's really define what these two things are. So intuition is really your link between your current self and your highest self. Your intuition is often associated with your third eye chakra, which is the space just above your above your brows in the center of your forehead. 
The third eye chakra enables us to trust ourselves, to tap into an inner knowing that transcends our five material senses. It is our ability to sense beyond what is physically perceptible or measurable. This is where we, you know, things beyond what are physically perceptible or measurable. This is when we're talking about things like our Claire senses, like, you know, clairvoyance or just feeling someone's energy, like knowing they're having a bad day without, or a good day without having any real knowledge of where they've been in, in that day. Um, being able to feel like a presence or another spirit or some energy. And the more that you work with your Kundalini chakra system, and the more that you awaken your life force energy, um, and become embodied, the greater your ability for your intuition to come online and to be active. And also the more that we trust our intuition, the more that it comes online as well. I'm just going to give you guys a couple of resources as we're popping into this episode on intuition. Um, so one is episode 35 of this podcast or sorry, 75 of this podcast, it's a third eye chakra guided meditation. So if you're looking to get more in touch with that energy, I definitely recommend you uh, try out that that meditation. And the uh, second thing I'm going to recommend is episode six, which is called Awakening Arrows in the Kundalini Chakra System. And this episode talks all about really opening up that channel that exists between our root all the way up to our crown. And the third eye is kind of along that central channel of energy. So when we work with that channel, we're also, you know, increasing our intuitive capacities. Um, So as I was saying, uh, a balanced third eye chakra is wise, intuitive, and self-empowering. When our third eye chakra is in alignment, we are able to balance the outer fact-based world with our own, you know, inner trust and intuition. We trust ourselves, we trust our body, and we trust our experiences. And this has really been such a journey for me and something that I continue to be initiated deeper into. The first time I got this download around instinct versus intuition was about a year ago when I was feeling things off in my body. I was having a little bit of a a health crisis, which I also talk about on the episode. I'm just going to, or on the podcast, I'm just going to tell you guys uh, where I'm going to tell you guys what that episode is as well. So that, yeah, here we go. Soul assignments and initiations, episode 68. So as I was saying, I was I was experiencing some issues with my health and I kind of talk more about that in episode 68 soul assignments and initiations but I was balancing my instinct of you know what was going on in my body and also intuitively what was going on in my body and I got this sort of breakthrough moment of what the differences were of those two and where my instinct was serving me and allowing me to take care of myself and where it was limiting me and where I was using my instinct to stay in a fear pattern and where I could actually lean into my intuition and uh follow um the path that will lead to my healing, right? So to go a little bit deeper on 
intuition and the third eye chakra. The third eye chakra is also where the pineal gland lives. And formal science says that the pineal gland's primary function is to regulate our body's sleep and wakefulness cycles by secreting melatonin, which is a hormone that signals sleepiness. And probably a lot of us listening might have even taken the supplement melatonin. I actually took it last night. Um, But it's actually the pineal gland that is naturally releasing that melatonin. And, you know, even just recognizing the function of this gland, the pineal gland in sleeping versus wakefulness can already start to, you know, alert the spidey senses to consider, you know, sleep and wakefulness is like when we're asleep, you know, I think that many of us can feel that that is really like the closest that we often feel to a spiritual world, right? So just recognizing that off the bat kind of, you know, may alert some things for you, but going deeper, you know, that's the scientific backing of things. But in spiritual communities, it is believed that the pineal gland is significant to communicating with the universe and unlocking our awareness as uh, spiritual beings. Rene Descartes, who's a famous French philosopher, called the pineal gland the seat of the soul, which is just powerful, powerful stuff. And I deeply, deeply resonate with that. To me, the pineal gland is, again, this connection to my highest self and my body. It's like really integrating the spiritual part of me with the physical part of me. It's listening to my body and trusting its wisdom. Um, I once coached a woman in my sacred intimacy container who actually said that the idea of having a portal in her, in her forehead, you know, a third eye chakra actually kind of freaked her out. You know, she was afraid that some like dark energy could potentially penetrate that portal and, and take control in some ways. And I don't want to say that that's true or untrue, but what I do believe is that we are so powerful that even if that is quote unquote true, we have the ability to even just set energetic boundaries by setting the intention and speaking it aloud. But at the end of the day, your intuition is on your side. And to me, these fears of following our intuition say more about you know, potential ancestral trauma coming up. You know, if we think about the people that were the most intuitive beings throughout history, you know, they were witches and, you know, other individuals who were persecuted. So people that were like medicine women who were um, like, put on trial for using herbs and other more magical means of healing their bodies, souls of themselves and the people around them, you know, they were, they were criticized, they were killed, you know, literally in some cases burned at the stake for following their intuition. So for thousands of years, we've collectively been conditioned to fear, you know, everything to do with witches, starting with black cats and ending with, you know, Friday the 13th, when in reality, these women were healing people, they were honoring nature, and they were really at the core of it, trusting themselves above the authorities of the time. But as you may or may not have gathered from listening to this episode and probably a lot of my other episodes, you know, empowered individuals, people that are listening to themselves and trusting themselves above authority are a threat to, you know, the power held by the institutions and authorities. And therefore, you know, they're not as easy to be controlled. 
So it's my belief that these authorities would contend, condemn and prosecute, quote unquote, witches or really anyone who was following their intu intuition. They were prosecuted, you know, often swiftly, swiftly, often publicly, you know, really sending a message to anyone in the community that if you consider veering outside of what is socially accepted and in the narrow narrative of the day, then, you know, you're in trouble. So that fear of like listening to your intuition and trusting yourself and doubting yourself and gaslighting yourself and second guessing yourself is like, give yourself grace for that. That's totally normal. And we're coming into a time where we get to be our own gurus and leaders and we get to balance the masculine knowledge of, you know, science and critical thinking and, you know, numbers and governments and outside authority figures with our own internal truth and our own experience and our own bodies and our own connection to something outside of ourselves. And again, I think that like these institutions, the government, primarily the government and religion and education systems, um, which have kind of manipulated this relationship to ourselves. I don't necessarily think that it was all intentional. Um, and I also deeply believe that all of these institu institutions um, have created a lot of growth for our society. And I'm, and I'm grateful for them. I'm so grateful for them. To me, what, I, what I'm considering is balance. But I want to go a little deeper into like this witchy stuff. So we like, over the course of thousands and thousands of years, we've again conditioned, we've been conditioned to fear these intuitive parts of ourselves, these witchy pieces. Like Friday the 13th used to be such a lucky and joyful and celebrated day. The number 13 is actually associated with the divine feminine because there are 13 moon cycles in a year. So 13 moon cycles, the number 13, divine feminine. And female menstrual cycles, meaning our menstruation, our, our bleeding, our period, naturally tends to sync with the cycles of the moon as well. So the number 13, you know, in ancient times represented the beautiful gift of the procreative ability and the cyclical nature of women. Now let's look at Friday. The word Friday actually comes from the goddess Freya, Friday Freya. Freya is the Norse goddess of love, beauty, fertility, and sex. And her equivalent in uh, Latin languages and cultures is Venus. And the French word for Friday is Vendredi, Vendredi, Venus, Venus, Vendredi. You can see that it's the same root, the same root of both words is coming from you know, a beautiful goddess of love. So in ancient times, each day of the week was devoted to a divine being, you know, lunes, lunar was the moon, Sunday, sun was um, for the sun god, Saturday for Saturn, you know, Venus, the goddess Venus, the planet Venus, etc. So in ancient times, Fridays were all about love and femininity and sex. So Friday the 13th was traditionally actually the day of the goddess and not at all in alignment with the propaganda of the horror industry. And of course, this reconditioning happened over thousands of years. 
as you know, patriarchy and capitalistic influence gave way. But in my opinion, it's it's really no coincidence that the governing bodies would desire to steer individuals away from a movement which encouraged people to look within for answers, because when they're looking within for answers, they're not looking outside themselves. They're not looking to the government or the religion for answers. They're not looking to the institutions which profit off of their fear-instilled leadership. But again, now is the time to come back into our bodies and back into our love. And there's no greater act of self-love than listening to yourself, listening to your body, listening to your instinct and your intuition. And your intuition honors your experience and your body, and most importantly, your highest self. And so our conditioning of martyrdom can make following our intuition or self-love out to be selfish. And I actually disagree. When you prioritize yourself, you're actually prioritizing everyone else. Hello, lover. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And thank you for your patience with this brief interruption as I ask for a quick favor. If this podcast resonates with you, I would love to hear it in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective and your reviews also help this podcast become more relevant in search results, which means that more people are able to find it and more people are able to benefit from the wisdom of spiritual intimacy. Thank you again. Take these couple of minutes to hit pause, write a quick review, and then let's get back to the episode. When you fill your cup, juicy, overflowing, you show up in the world as your whole yummy self. And this world needs more well-nourished and authentic ladies and gentlemen. So when you take care of yourself, you're doing us all a big favor. So how do we start tuning into our intuition? We get out of our mind and into our body. You know, we ask our body, we give her the power. We allow our body to lead our desire and resistance. We consider, you know, am I feeling tense? Am I feeling activated? What would happen if I breathed into my body and really felt like how she wanted to lead me today and how she was feeling about my schedule and my new lover and my relationships, my family, etc. Recognize that there's an entire universe inside of you. There's a whole aliveness that wants to be seen. There's a mystery school within yourself and you know your body and your experience and your needs better than anyone else. So why look outside of yourself for answers? That being said, you know, there can be a lot that gets in the way of listening to ourselves along with our intuition, which is quite a quiet and calm voice. We also have voices in our head of fear, of self-doubt, of sabotage. And for a lot of us, these voices are shouting and drowning out the subtleties of our intuition. Our trauma, limiting beliefs, and fears keep us stuck in a reactive and harmfully you know, instinctual patterns of victimhood and disempowerment. And these survival patterns may be disguising themselves as your intuition. I was there. I do that. So let's get clear. Instinct is not the same as intuition. So I want to honor that instinct and intuition are both things that can be felt in the body and they're both divine feminine wisdom. They're both ruled by the feminine. Instinct tends to live more in our gut. It tends to be more of that sacral chakra energy or that root chakra as well. 
intuition lives here in our third eye. So we've all heard the saying, trust your gut, but your gut feeling to me is not necessarily the same as your intuition. Oftentimes your gut is more of your instinct. There are two distinct forms of wisdom, but you know, intuition again is linked to your current self and your highest self. It communicates through a certain sense of knowing information in alignment with your highest truth. It's kind of like those light bulb moments. They show up for me as flutterings in my higher chakras. It's just that moment where an idea or truth seems to fall from the heavens into my head. You know, it can be communicated with visions or signs or other extrasensory happenings. Um, you know, seeing, hearing, knowing, or feeling things that can't be explained by the material realm. They can be deeply shamanic and also deeply misunderstood. And in my opinion, this fear or mistrust of those who are extra sensitive to the spiritual realms is just another product of manufactured fear and distrust of divine feminine and embodied wisdom. For me, I get that intuitive nudge. Um, and it, and it tends to feel neutral at first. Like, it's just like, here's a sign, take it or leave it. And then I will put the, the judgment of good or bad on that. Um, whereas instinct to me is very primal. It's motivated by, in, by information that's geared towards survival. Your instinct wants you to survive. It communicates experiences you've known like past trauma, or it may have been carried in your DNA, those Instinct, instinctive patterns that we all have that are, you know, in animals have them as well. It's carried in our DNA via our ancestral line. Um, that's instinct. And this can also be connected to epigenics, which is a whole other conversation. But these usually show up for me as gut feelings or butterflies or stomach turnings. You know, it's often a sense of density and groundedness to my instinctual hits. And again, both can be very powerful allies to growth and healing. And often they are in resonance. Oftentimes our instinct is in alignment with our intuition, but sometimes they're not because gut feelings are, you know, instinctive, they're primarily there to keep you safe, which is very important, especially in situations with legitimate danger. And instinct can be limiting, especially in circumstances where it is safe to push your edges and to create opportunity for expansion. Pushing our edges feels unsafe. It feels like we might not survive. However, pushing our edges is also where we have that growth. So the actions and mindset that help us survive are not the same ones that help us thrive. So we often mistake our instinct for our intuition. And this could be holding us back. It could be holding us in fear-based patterns and conditioning that no longer serves us. It could be keeping us in our trauma rather than liberating us and growing beyond it. So my suggestion is to really ask that nudge or that hit where it's coming from and feel into the sensations of your body and ask, is this coming from instinct? Am I just trying to survive or is this truly an intuitive guide guidance that I'm getting? So for example, I had this recently with my partner, we were talking about moving in with each other and moving into specifically his very small one bedroom apartment and the logistics of all of it aren't so important. So I'm just going to kind of give this a little bit of a, a brevity, but, you know, 
in some ways, he had a lot of really good arguments for us temporarily moving into his small apartment. But I was a no immediately, instinctively. I became contracted at the thought of living in this small place and having to scale back my work because it wouldn't be conducive to that. And then having a dog and he lives on the 23rd floor and we've got to take the elevator down. No, I was like, no, it would become so much harder and so much less me. And I told him repeatedly, but I wouldn't he wouldn't let it go. He wouldn't let it go. And I was feeling like, you're not respecting my needs and my boundaries, like so defensive. But then my higher self came in and gave me a sign. And it literally was a sign at this wellness spa that um, I I was at that day. And I was in this conflict of why won't he fucking let this go? And I see this sign, what you seek is seeking you. And it was like that light bulb, that intuition liberated. That's how I felt when I saw this this sign. I saw this quote posted because to me, like what I realized was that Andrew really, my partner, was really asking me if I desired to let go and let him take the steering wheel for a second, which is scary for me. I'm a control freak, especially I need to feel safe in my home because I had such a tumultuous um, life growing up and was constantly back and forth between parents, I've become a bit of a control freak around where I'm living. But at the same time that I was in, you know, Mexico on working with a client, I was like thinking like, I'm kind of feeling this urge to pull back from my work and on some parts of my work and focus more on writing and focus more on building something that's going to create bigger impact. But for me to scale back, to build the foundations of that impact, it means saying no to a lot of really great opportunities for me to make smaller impact and more money immediately. So I would need potentially support with that, right? It was not that I would need support with it. I would feel better having someone on my team to do that. And so what I realized is intuitively, there was an opportunity for me to see that I could ask for support and I could be supported both by my partner, by myself and by the universe. And I could trust my decision that if things aren't working in this small apartment or things aren't working in my relationship or or whatever, I trust myself to speak my mind, to say what I need, to take care of myself and to continue to show up as my highest self. So that's just a little example of instinct activates. I'm in fear. I'm like, no, we're not moving in together because I'm re I'm projecting my past trauma into the situation and trying to keep myself safe. Whereas when I activate my intuition, I see like, actually, maybe there's room for me to consider other opportunities. And we're still figuring out where we're going to live and all those things. But alas, um, yeah, that's, that's the example. So the invitation here is to really get curious about trusting yourself, about recognizing that your intuition isn't always going to be make sense because our past trauma and our instinct may be in conflict, but we get to get really clear about opening ourselves up to a grander possibility than we've ever known. Because I don't want to go where I've been. I want to go somewhere new. So if I'm allowing my instinct to rule the show unnecessarily, I'm getting in the way of the magic of life. Ah, That's the download for today. Thank you for opening yourself up to 
sacred sexuality and intimacy and witchiness and all of those juicy, liberating topics that we explored in our time together. With so much gratitude and love, have a sexy and spiritual day, and I'll catch you next week on Talk Tantra to Me. Ta-ta.